Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. Our Gospel lesson for this morning comes from Luke, the 24th chapter. Jesus himself stood among them, the disciples, and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my, my, are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are the witnesses of these things. Here ends our gospel lesson. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, I got a bad joke for you. Not bad in the sense of dirty or anything like that, but are you ready for it? Kind of like a dad joke, maybe, or something. Here it goes. A dead Jesus walks into a room filled with his friends and says, Peace be with you. Get it? That's a real knee slapper. There's a dead guy walking around, and he expects his disciples to be at peace? It's almost too much. Told, I, I told you it was bad. <laughs> Otto likes it, though. All kidding aside, how would the disciples be anything but terrified? at the sight of their newly resurrected rabbi. He just showed up among them. Dead people are expected to remain dead. It was understandably unnerving for the disciples to see their teacher walk into the room a few days after he was killed. I actually had a similar experience a couple of years ago, believe it or not, when I saw someone at an event who... who looked identical to a church member that I I had buried earlier in the year. Many of you knew Mark or Mart Marstead, a nearly lifelong resident of Ronan 
and member of Faith Lutheran Church. He died a couple of years ago in the springtime. And in August of that year, I was a voting delegate for our denomination's National Assembly in Milwaukee, where I saw a man who looked identical to Mark, identical. The guy looked just like him. Let me tell you, it freaked me out. (laughs) When I first saw him, I was both sure that it was Mark and still certain that I had already buried Mark earlier in the year. It was wild, and it took me a moment to reassure myself that the man uh, that before me was a man who merely looked like Mark, but was not actually Mark resurrected and walking around Wisconsin for some reason. (laughs) The disciples were similarly terrified and trembling when Jesus entered the room. I don't blame them. Yet, Jesus did not desire for them to be frightened by his resurrected body, but at peace with the promise of new life, which his resurrection ensured. He said to them, Peace be with you. Not merely because they were frightened in that moment, but but because he genuinely desired for them to be at peace. He knew that they were in turmoil even before he entered the room. And so he began with a call for them to be at peace. He He did not desire for them to grieve, to despair, or to give up hope in his absence. Instead, the first words he spoke were a call for them to live with peace and a deeper sense of hopefulness at what God was doing in the world. He instructed them that everything that had occurred was according to God's will and fulfilled all the scriptures that had been written from Moses' time onward. His crucifixion and death were part of what God had planned when he gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, just as much as his resurrection was a fulfillment of God's promise to them when he said, I will be your God and you will be my people. Jesus desired for his disciples to be at peace and and part of this peace was to be blessed with the wisdom and understanding of God's will for that moment. In these times in which we live, we should not take Christ's leadership for granted when he, dis, uh, when he instructed his disciples to be at peace. It may be easy to think that everyone, everyone and every leader would want to be at peace and that it is no big deal for Jesus to greet them, the call to calm down and receive the wisdom of God. However, if these last few years have taught us anything, it is that many people, and especially our leaders, actively desire and thrive off of chaos instead of calm, frenzy instead of faith, and yes, putrid opining instead of peace between people. Whether it be from hate-filled social media accounts videos laying out wild, baseless conspiracy theories, or the endless barrage of commentaries depicting differences of opinion 
that's rooted solely in ignorance and malice instead of just being basic differences in perspective. Many cultural and political leaders do not wish peace upon their disciples like Jesus did, but actively thrive off of discord and division among the masses. It has become big business to make people angry, to make them resentful, distrustful, and to make them fearful about anything from tax policy to the diversity that makes our country so strong and resilient. At the moment, it seems like those who divide us the most conquer us the best, while those who follow Jesus' lead and wish peace upon their followers are often derided as weak, ineffectual, or even corrupt. Though I don't know many of us who are really happy with the way things are in the world at the moment, many of us do embrace in one way or another the toxic practices and malpractices, rhetoric and misinformation that, that empowers those who divide us the most. Not Jesus, though. He greeted the disciples when he came among them after his resurrection with the words that he still greets us with today. Peace be with you. To those angry about immigration policy and the border wall, Jesus says, peace be with you. To those anxious about contracting COVID-19 or anxious about the vaccine to defend against it, Jesus says, peace be with you. To those tired of division and polarizations that are hallmarks of our present moment, Jesus says, peace be with you. To those who are resentful that life has not turned out the way it was expected or that the world seems to have changed far too quickly for your liking, Jesus says, peace be with you. To all of you, and so many more who are restless in this weary and broken world, Jesus says simply and profoundly, peace be with you. No matter how unruly the world may seem to you, know that God desires to bring you peace. He did not return from the dead to frighten or terrify anyone, but did so to make us whole and to bring us peace. Part of the wholeness that comes to us through the miracle of the resurrection consists of being brought back into harmony with God and with one another. And this is the greatest peace of all, to be restored in body, mind, and soul and return to a right relationship with the God who, make, who made us and our neighbors who surround us. May you, disciples of our risen Messiah, come to know and never lose this peace that only God can give. And may the peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www 
www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.